Hey Solomon, this is J. Rosemary. Are you tired of feeling overwhelmed and alone? I know when my children were younger, there was a lot of times I felt alone. That's why I started Solomon's Talk, this podcast. But you're not alone. You don't have to parent alone. And I, I keep repeating it because it's something that it seems we are convinced that we are alone. But reach out to me. I'm here for you. I can talk you through anything that's going through your mind. Because believe me, I've gone through some stuff. You can tell from listening to these podcasts that I empathize with you. And I understand and can connect with what's happening with you. So click the link below and book a one-on-one with me. We could just chat. Uh, No obligation, no... um, no commitment, just chat. And so don't parent alone. Click the link below and book a, book a chat with me. And no obligation, confidential and safe place to talk about you. Tired, weary, frustrated? What would you be doing if you weren't raising children alone? What's stopping you from living your best life now? On Solo Moms Talk, I discuss with solo mothers the challenges you face raising children alone. So if you're a working solo mom dealing with independent children, insensitive bosses, weight and health issues, or even debt collectors, join us as we discover your path to get and stay healthy, increase your income, and live with joy and purpose. In this Natasha Prasai joining us today. Hi, Natasha. Hi. Hi. How are you? Thank you so much for having me. I'm good. Thanks for joining us. And uh, as usual, my first question is always, how did you become a solo mom? So, you know, I was in a relationship for about four years. We were married and we dated three years before that. And, you know, over time, perhaps maybe I shouldn't have even married him. I, I don't, you know, I haven't thought through the process yet, I guess. Um, And maybe it's not even worth thinking about those kinds of things. But, um, you know, we just have too many differences. And it was better to just be separated, even though I do have a nine month old. Mm -hmm. So very little. And, you know, over the course of maternity leave, when I was able to take a pause, because I've always had two jobs and, you know, really career dedicated, So when you finally take a pause during maternity leave, you maybe rose-colored glasses come off and you get to see things as they really are. Mm. We have too many differences. Yeah. All right. So I understand that. And and what's it like with a nine-month-old? Are you working from home or how is that for you? Yeah. So one of the other things is, so originally I was working in a healthcare system as the director of clinical research. And when I was pregnant, I had decided that, you know, my job is really demanding and long hours. So I'd rather take 
um, a job at a pharmaceutical company because I want to rebuild my career and I really want to move towards those kinds of career goals and career ladders. So I always wanted a more remote job in a pharma company, even if I had to go to the office like two or three days a week. So I switched jobs amidst pandemic and having a nine month old. So I am working from home right now in a pharma company. Thankfully, I was able to get another job. Right, right. Yeah, that's fortunate. Um, I mean, it's not that it's easier being home with your child or children, but it may it may give you some form of control. Am I correct? Yes. So basically it gives me a little bit more control. So the hours are controlled because, you know, I I can work seven to three or eight to four. And so it's nice on the days that I do have my child that I'm already ready to go at three o'clock. It's not I'm commuting back home. So that is why I wanted to have um, an at-home job too. Okay. That makes sense. And it's, it's a blessing that you were able to get this in place. Definitely. Yeah. Okay. So tell us about you what gets you up in the morning what what excites you it can be something personal or I mean of course now that I have a nine-month-old you know of course he gets me up in the morning keeps me motivated and then my career and my family okay so you're up whether you want to or not (laughs) yes exactly so on the days I have my child he wakes up very early and you know, we're up 5.30. And then the days that I don't have him, you know, I still wake up early and I try to exercise. I try to, you know, and then I have to work. So I, I'm motivated by that too. Okay. And and you co-parent with your, your husband. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So we are co-parenting and, you know, we've only newly started this, like it's literally been two weeks. So everything is very fresh in terms of the co-parenting type of thing. So of course I'm going to go through these cycles of, I wish he would go away (laughs) or, you know what I mean? And then sometimes I'm kind of like, you know what, I can do this. Yes. Yes. But it's good to get the help regardless of how we feel sometimes, you know, the help helps right yes yes okay in all of this chaos that you're experiencing do you get any time to practice some type of self-care some type of mindfulness and if you do what what does that involve so in terms of self-care so one of the things because since I was uh I recently had a baby and so I gained like 60 pounds Mm -hmm. and so one of the things that I had said in January is that I really obviously want to lose weight nobody wants to walk around 60 extra pounds so I was able to cycle and I was actually able to really lose weight and I'm actually down like 65 pounds wow so that's really important to me and then self-care so you know now we can get our hair done and get our nails done and maybe get a massage or you know be with my friends or read books so I think self-care is really important and I thought that even before and I actually learned that more so when I had a child because you know the time that I was living with my ex-husband we were basically I was basically doing everything for everyone and it was so chaotic so now is the first time in two weeks that you know, that I'm learning to learning what it even means to have self-care, even if I thought it was important before. Right. So now you're actually focusing on taking care of you at a time you need it the most, actually. Right. 
So I'm learning. That's what a lot of moms say too. Yes, because this is the time we usually take to get absorbed in ourselves and worry and regret and fear. And we don't take the time to take care of ourselves. So I really commend you for actually taking the step. Um, Bicycling is like, that's, that's great for mindset as well as the losing weight. Great start. Yes. All right. So moving on, what about reading? What do you, do you read? Do you like to read? And what do you read? So I have to say that like during the time of when I was deciding to get divorced or just ways to cope, or, you know, when you're up late at night with the baby and stuff like that, I would read so many books. I must've read like 40, 50 books. And I read lots of romance novels Mm -hmm. because I think I probably felt it's just like a feel good. They're mostly like feel good, quick reads. So it was nice to read that, to just think like, maybe this is not how this is supposed to be. And maybe it could be different Yes. as we're going through those kinds of emotions, I guess. Yes. It's nice to escape too. So yeah. Right. <laughs> exactly. Okay. What has been your biggest challenge? And this hasn't been long. Your son is nine months old, but what has been your biggest challenge in, in the last two weeks, especially? Um, you know, getting used to the co-parenting, getting used to, not seeing him every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think those are the two most difficult things. Yes. Okay. Definitely not seeing him every day is terrible. Yeah. Yeah. You have that separation thing. Yeah. I, I get that. Natasha then turned the tables on me. Yeah. The question was, if, so I just am curious to know um, how long you've been a solo mom, because obviously I've only been doing this for two weeks and I'm obviously very different than many of the moms you've interviewed. So if you can just tell me a little gist about how you became to be a solo mom and it also helps me look or think past today and think of the future. Right. Understood. Um, So I've been, I first got married when I was 20, um, very young. I had a, a son at 23 and The truth is, I don't think either of us knew what we were doing. And I was a runner because I was abandoned all my life. So I kept, whenever there was pain, I would run. So I always ran. I was looking for father. So when I, when I married the second time, I had two children, two children with my second husband. And I came home one day and the house was in shambles. It just packed up and left. I had a two and a four year old. And at that time, I had no thought or consideration for husband, father, another man. I was totally desperate to take care of these two little boys that I was left with. And so that's all that occupied my mind. So then somebody came into the picture and I I married him again. And I married because I I never felt comfortable having a relationship outside of marriage, so just me. But when he, when that didn't work out, and I wasn't surprised it didn't, I, I took some time to reflect. Why does this keep happening to me? One, is there something wrong with me? Two, and I came to the conclusion that there, was, there wasn't necessarily any, anything wrong with me, but maybe I needed to approach relationships a different way. And one thing that taught me was Tony Robbins. 
he has this saying that if you're looking for someone, you be the person you're looking for. So if you're looking for a loving person, then you need to be a loving person. You know, if you want somebody articulate and open-minded, then you need to be that person. So the other person is looking for someone, you're whole for them. So I've spent the last 15 years taking care of me, making sure from a mindset point of view, I am where I need to be. So I will never be the woman a man mistreat again because I have grown so much. I am now an individual and I'm a whole person. I'm not looking for someone to complete me. So those are the lessons I learned. No, that's very helpful. That makes sense. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> sure. Also, do you have any advice for... Um, actually, let me back up. So I, I have a, a podcast episode coming out on love and relationship. Um, mm-hmm. I interviewed this guy and... He was, I was reluctant to do that because I wasn't really ready to get into a relationship again. But my mind opened up when I listened to that. And what do you think, you alluded to it at the beginning, what do you think was the reason that your marriage didn't work out? Because you said you knew this guy um, three years before. Yes. So what do you think was the reason I think that I was probably young. I think that he said wonderful things and maybe, you know, I said that maybe we shouldn't have been married. I think that I wanted him to fit a mold in my mind and he said all the right things and he seemed to come from a really good family. And, you know, sometimes we forget to like take a look at someone's family and just assume like, okay, we're only marrying this person and we're not marrying their family, but that's not really the reality. Right. So I, I think we're just, and we were raised very differently, many, many, many things. Mm -hmm. So I, I didn't, think of it all as one whole picture. I just only separated the person away from everything else because I wanted him to fit my own mold. Okay. All right. I appreciate you being honest about that because a lot of women I've interviewed have said, well, it didn't work out because, and they do state some reasons which are valid reasons, but I, I always go back to the point where if you can't deal with you, and the issues you've had, you know, a lot of us have dealt with abuse, physical and mental, from childhood and abandonment issue, which we bring into a marriage. Right. And, and so we have this expectation that we expect another human being to fill. And when it's not fulfilled, then stuff happens. Right. Yes. So, yeah. Um, thank you. I appreciate you coming on and sharing and being honest. I know this is like not the very best of times for you. And I I am so grateful to you for sharing your story. Do you have one piece of advice you would give to another solo mom? Um, I would probably say know your worth and know what you're bringing to the table as well. Because I think sometimes as women, we get caught up in wanting to fix or take care of everything and make everything perfect. But then, you know, you kind of have to take a step back and say, well, actually, I'm actually worth it. And, you know, 
don't speak to me like that or, you know, um, for whatever reason, people's marriages fail. But I would definitely say know your worth. Yeah. That's one thing I have learned. Definitely. Thank you. Yes. Anything else? No, I don't. I think that I haven't worked through it enough to really come to those conclusions yet. Okay. I'm still working through the the mindset, the newness, the the emotions. Obviously, I'm still in, the, or I might newly be in the letting go of, like, it's kind of like a mourning period, I guess, like, because I am letting go of all these dreams that I might have had and the way that I thought my life was going to be. And so that's probably the state of mind that I'm currently in. So it's very difficult for me to even, not think past it, but it's just hard for me right at this current minute because I'm in the morning phase. All right. I understand. And maybe you could come back at a later date, a year from now or so. Yes. Tell us how it went. Yes. Maybe I should listen to this in, in six months and then I would remember how much I've grown. Your audio journal. That's right. Yes. <laughs> Thanks, Natasha, for talking to me. I really yes. appreciate you. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for sharing your story with me. Sure. Take care. Take care. A Native American proverb says, those who tell their stories rule the world. Tell your story on an upcoming episode of Soda Mom's Talk. And if you think this podcast can help someone else, please share it with them. If you subscribe, you will know when new episodes become available. Also, please leave a review. I really appreciate you listening. Thank you. Hello solar moms. As a solar mom of three adult sons, I understand the challenges you face on a daily basis. As a mentor, my mission is to help you shift your mindset and empower you to take control of your life. To see yourself as God sees you. I know that unresolved trauma can be a heavy burden to carry and parenting alone can be a lonely journey. But it doesn't have to be that way. I want you to know that you are not alone. You have the strength and resilience to overcome your challenges and create the life you desire. I want to help you to make the effort to tackle unresolved trauma and change your perspective so you can live the life you deserve. I offer complimentary consultation where we can discuss how to move forward create a plan to help you heal and empower you. You can schedule a consultation by emailing me at jen at jrosemarie.com or by calling plus one 917-994-1329 or schedule a consultation with the link below. I am here for you. 
and I want to help you take the first step towards healing and empowerment. Don't let unresolved trauma hold you back any longer. Don't parent in silence. So take action today and let's work together to empower you to live the life you desire.